Hey guys, welcome back to The Encounter by Redeemed LA. I want to let you guys know and I want to tell you guys, thank you guys very much for all your support. Thank you guys for listening to us and thank you guys for choosing us, um, knowing that we have so many podcasts available out there. Thank you guys for choosing us once more, guys. Um, today we're going to continue speaking about the fruits of the spirit. I know last time it was like a 40 minute thing and we only got to like just of how, um, you know, how uh, the bible typifies us that we're like almost a tree and you know how we give this fruit so uh today we're gonna be take, we're gonna be talking a little bit more about the the actual uh, fruits and a little thing that god has given us each and one of us so to start off i think i wanted to speak about uh the the galatians the, the galatians right the fruits of the spirit it's in galatians uh 5 22 and i, I think what, what i what i wanted uh i think just just maybe like a quick recap is that we have to see how trees work in order to understand how fruits work. For example, um, if you do not understand how a tree works and then you want to see how and you want to apply it to yourself, then you don't have any knowledge. For example, uh, the fruit that is given by a tree is water, is excess water. And the excess water becomes an orange, an apple. It becomes whatever it is uh, that you want to get, right? Um, and all this, somebody can come down and eat it, but it has a different, also it has a different uh, use than that fruit. That fruit also becomes um, an excess, like an excess of water when the tree is thirsty and needs water as well. So it can either be being fed somebody or what happens when you leave a fruit in the tree? It becomes all dried up, right? Why? Because the tree sucked it back up. So, and then we can say that the water is the word, and we can say the water is the Holy Spirit as well. So we can say that everything that happens, either we can please somebody with with our fruits, which would be Jesus Christ, because he's the only one that eats our fruits, or we can actually use the excess water to uh, fulfill or um, quench ourselves with what we have. Um, to give or uh, all other people eat our fruits as well for example one 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 um fruit that people eat is our joy our peace our kindness who can you be kind you can be kind to yourself right we're almost 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 always we're kind to ourselves but being kind to somebody else is a little bit difficult you know what i mean so um i just wanted i just wanted to explain that 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 fact that if you don't understand how a tree works if you don't understand how the tree is um is nourished and you need to understand in order to see how a fruit how how a fruit how a tree gives fruit and that's who we are trees i don't know if i just made myself uh understanding i just said fruit and tree a lot <laughs> so i hope that i i made sense and um just just out of just out of reading um what we were reading right now is um, i was i would like to go with uh matthew this is just just before we start and before uh we get into all the all the all the how do you call this all the all the fruits and i was going to tell you guys that the first thing that says is love right and i love this matthew 3 8 and luke 3 8 it says bring forth therefore fruits meat for repentance and i like the version that it says esv because it says bear fruit in keeping repentance if you go to luke uh 3 8 it says 
Uh, give me three seconds. It says, bear fruits in keeping with repentance and do not begin to say to yourselves, we have Abraham as our father. For I tell you that God is able from these stones to raise up children for Abraham. So well, I need you guys to understand that repentance comes with a change of mind. And this change of mind can only come through who? Jesus. And who is Jesus? And who is God? Love. Love. Meaning... Uh, without love, you cannot have repentance. And without repentance, you cannot continue to bear fruit. So love is the number one thing that we need in order to have all of these things and all of these beautiful things that we have. And it's, it's crazy that it says bear fruits in keeping with repentance, meaning you're not going to be you're not going to repent once or twice, but you're going to continue to repent because we always fail right the bible says uh the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak uh um, what else it says it says a bunch of stuff it says it says that we were we're celestial beings in the spirit but our body our flesh our, our soul it wants to be uh it wants to be a savage it wants to be savage it wants to be and it wants to be uh full of passions but we have to you know yeah. hold it in Tackle it down. You know what I mean. But I want to. I want to tell you that repentance also goes along with love because without love, you're gonna have a change of mind. Yeah, Danny. I was gonna tell you that. In the, in, I don't remember. I was looking it up right now when you were talking about the uh, fruits and and bearing uh, with repentance. Um, and he the the people ask him like, hey, so what should we do? And Jesus answers them. Um, I don't know. Maybe one of you guys can look for it while I'm, I'm saying it. But um, he, they, the, the people tell him, like, okay, so how shall we do this? And he says, like, clothe your brother. Give to the, give to the widow. And he, starts, uh, he says, oh, if you have uh, enough to share with your brother in your pocket, give him. And it's all things that show what? Love. And it's just like a reinforcement of what you're saying, right? Like, yeah, you need these fruits that bear with repentance and full circle. And what are these fruits? Love. I, I agree. And I wish I had the verse. When I want to find it. James two fifteen or Genesis thirty three fourteen. Oh, not Genesis. I'll look for it right now. <laughs> James, James, James What is it? Read it. James two fifteen. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it is suppose your brother or sister is without clothes and daily food. Yeah, that's all it says. And then continuing. No, no, it's not. I'll find it right now and then I'll tell you guys. Uh, well, it says right there. It says that one of them says to them, "Go in peace and be warmed and filled," without giving them. Uh, the things they need for the body. What is the, uh, that? Doesn't make any sense. No, that's not it, guys. It's it's in the it's in the Gospels when he oh, okay. the people. Well, let's look I'll for find that it. later. I'll find it. Yeah. But yeah, I was gonna tell you guys that. Um. So with this with this in Galatians, when it says about about um about uh about the love and about the peace and about joy. So I, we were seeing last time. Remember that we were thinking that everything that that comes after love. Remember that commas and periods were not instit instituted until mm -hmm. our Time. So back in the Hebrew ways, there's no such thing as commas and there's no such thing as periods. So meaning that love brings joy, love brings peace, love brings kindness, love brings patience, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And I, I was just seeing all this and I was I was looking at all this and I'm saying it's beautiful because the Bible also says that if you do not know love, you do not know God. So it's it's beautiful how everything is almost like how can I say, like, love is the main power bank to all these beautiful things. For example, I was just looking at joy, and all of the joy, all the joy verses that I found in the New Testament, they go joy with faith, 
or great or rejoice or for example Matthew 2 2 uh, 10 it says when they saw the star they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy it's talking about the people uh, that were waiting for Jesus Christ like and these are just the people um, that don't even have the Holy Spirit but when Jesus comes and gives the Holy Spirit and tells them there's going to be a Holy Spirit they had joy in their great faith they had joy in there. So I'm saying like, I'm not saying they can't stand alone, but what I'm just saying, it's not, joy is not a, a way of, I always tell you guys, but joy is, they go hand in hand, but the joy is not a feeling, but it's a spiritual, uh, it's a spiritual state. Uh, you see what I'm saying? Because uh, my question, how can, how can Paul say so many times all through his epistles, oh, you guys bring me joy. Oh, you guys bring me joy when they were not bringing him joy. They, some churches were, but he was being, for example, I was reading in the Bible that there's one that they stoned him to death and he got re and he got resuscitated and he went back into the city. What type of joy is that? Like, imagine they, they're killing you, bro, with stones. You get up, God helps you, you get up and you go back into the city. Like, like that type of joy is not a joy that we feel like, oh my God, you know, I'm going to get a new car or, hey, oh my God, I'm going to get good grades or, hey, oh my God, I have a new boyfriend. But this joy comes from with, with, with even, even if we're going through hard, you know, even if we're going through hardship, even though we have something going on that that's not stopping. And sometimes we don't understand that. Sometimes our family is falling apart and we just say, oh, I cannot have any joy. And the contrary, the joy just comes whether... You're having a good life or a bad life, you know what I mean? Because the the Bible says that um, the night can only go for a while, right? But the sun will come out sooner or later in the morning. So the the end is near. But joy, the joy that we had, has to go all through the night. And just just we can do on all of them. And please please uh, cut me off because they're not. I can speak the whole time. We can see it in peace. We can see it in in, in the patience. For example, just in peace, Jesus. Uh, the Bible says that Jesus is the Prince of Peace, meaning that if He's the Prince of Peace, what does He have? <laughs> he has He has love and, and and love and love. Right? He has this peace and love. And what brings what brings this uh what brings this peace like for in in your home? What brings peace in your home? That love that your mom's, you know, your mom is cooking, your dad is maybe out working, he's coming home, he showers, he's ready to eat, and he has already eaten. There's like that peace, you know? Everybody's not like, oh my God, yeah, and you know, that's there's no peace there. Why? Because there's love. Why? Because there's this love that we, I don't even think we understand it to the full capacity. We need to understand that love brings all these things. But I don't know if I'm just going around and around and around. I think it has like oh, a security uh, like this love is what causes like a like a you know where you stand like there's no ifs and buts it's just secure like you know who you are when you are loved and you love back in this in this way we were talking about right agape and there's just there's just no way around it so how can you not have joy how can you not have peace how can you not have patience how can you not have kindness how can you not have goodness faithfulness gentleness how control sanctification all the good stuff right how can you not have all of that and i was looking right now like for uh peace you were saying that that guy got stoned and so did uh esteban uh or steven right in english um, in Acts 7, 54 to 60, you can see it. Uh, it says that the Holy Spirit came upon him. And at the end, he says, And falling to his knees, he cried out with a loud voice, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. And when he said this, he fell asleep. Meaning he died, right? And who, in their right mind, as somebody is murdering them, says, don't hold this sin against them. You would be like, Lord, avenge me. At least me. Somebody, Joab is like trying to stone me to death. I'd be like, Lord, please avenge me. You know, I would not be thinking, Lord, please don't hold this against uh, Joab. Because in that moment, you're angry. In that moment, you're like, 
angustiado, how do you say angustiado? Anguished? Um, you're full of fear because death is coming, right? But then you understand why in the Bible it says, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Because you understand where your love is. You're secure in this love. And this love, you say, okay, if I'm going to die, it's short suffering right now, but I'm going to go to some place that's going to be forever happiness, forever joy. I will cry no more. I will be with my beloved. And I, I think that's beautiful, right? When we finally are... Mm, baptized with the holy spirit and we start to show these fruits of the spirit then we truly start to understand um a relationship with god and we can do things like these people right like stephen which is incredible that he can say lord forgive them as and they're murdering i was him. trying to find an example um of how to like explain this and stuff but it's like if you have like an orange so in the orange is love and in the orange there's many pieces so that's when it comes um the patience the joy and all that stuff and then in one corinthians 13 4 8 um bear with me because it's love and it describes i mean lo it's long but it describes how love is it says love is patient love is kind love does not envy or boast it is not arrogant love is not rooted it's not selfish and it cannot be made angry easily love does not remember wrongs done um done against it love is never happy when others do wrong but is always happy when this truth love never gives up on people it never stops trusting never um loses hope and never quits love will never end but all those gifts will come to an end even the gift of the prophecy the gift of the speaking and the different kinds of languages and the gift and of the gifts of knowledge so you guys need to have this type of love this love that like danny said we can't even comprehend ourselves and without without having this love or without or without being baptized by the holy spirit we cannot bear our fruit or to other people as well i um i saw a preach that he was talking about um the the gifts and then he was saying that if someone is not baptized by the holy spirit they cannot produce or give other uh, fruits um to other people without being filled with the holy spirit and um we all well not all of us but there's a verse that we usually use a lot in John 15 5 it says that the father is the true vine and we're the branches and he um, produces fruit and so when when there's a tree like Danny was saying that we represent the trees and it gives us fruit the finished product um, is it, the fruit is the finished product and the tree doesn't produce fruit um, if it doesn't produce fruit it will be chopped off and thrown into the fire so no one can give us this fruit besides our father besides jesus filling giving us um the fruit in us and if we don't bear it we would we would be pruned and thrown into the fire yeah that's that's why it's so important to be looking for these for these fruits right that's why that's why i tell people that these fruits honestly when people come to church and they talk to me or or they just just at some point all of you guys were new right at some point all of you guys were new and you guys can see that when you guys came and you guys now, there's a huge difference, right? Before you used to be, a, you know, like a little skinny tree that didn't give anything. And now you see yourself, you're like, okay, at least I'm growing. You know what I mean? Like, like imagine you were the same way. That's how a lot of people, that's why, honestly, that's why I love the preaching that my brother Alvaro gave on the youth con. That he says that if we don't if we don't understand the gospel, it becomes boring, dude. Mm. Like coming to church just to come into church or coming to church just so everybody can beat you up and tell you all your truths and you just gotta take it because the Bible says to give your other cheek. Like, bro, that's no fun. Like nobody wants to just live life 20 years of just sitting down right but what's what god says give these fruits because when you see these fruits for example i'm gonna give you guys you know time to um, 
opened my heart. For example, <laughs> I, I've seen myself that five years ago, I definitely wasn't as patient as I am today. I definitely wasn't as kind as today. I definitely wasn't as good as I am today. I'm not saying I'm a great, good, amazing person, but I can definitely see these things in my life. And I'm saying, okay, there's a few things that I have added to my tree and I'm so thankful, you know, because it's not me. But can I, can I make it better? Always, right? <laughs> but do I have more patience? Yes. Do I have more goodness? Yes. Does my heart break a little bit faster for the people? Yeah. Before I was this guy that I didn't care about anybody but myself. I was like, if I'm okay, then let me give to everybody else. But I, I don't know if you're understanding, right? Like, like this, this, this fruits gives us a. Uh, it's like literally, guys. Like I'm gonna say again, like a tree. There's nothing fun about a tree. Nothing. Like when you see a tree, you're not like, oh my god. Unless it's those huge trees that they want to go see, yeah, yeah. right? Unless it's those huge trees that we have on the, uh, up north. There's nothing good. But when you see a really good fruit on top of it, then you go, okay, that's sweet. You're willing. You're willing to go up. Have you seen those? Have you seen those people like in Jamaica that go up to, the, to get the coconuts and they almost oh. die for those coconuts? But guess what they're saying? The fruit is worth me going up this the risk so as i'm saying like this fruit uh, I, I was just even even seeing like like what else gives uh fruit and it says in, in james three seventeen, it says but the wisdom from above is first pure so the wisdom from above equals the word of god the word of god gives us wisdom it says first it's pure we understand then peaceable gentle open to reason and full of mercy so meaning that if the word of god doesn't bring peace you're using it wrong if it's not gentle it's also wrong if it's not open to reason maybe you're wrong maybe you understand it wrong then you're doing it wrong and if it's not full of mercy you're also doing it wrong and then it says and good fruit and it says impartial and sincere and that's what guys that's what love is love doesn't mean just because you're my homie job I choose you every single time. Just because I love you, Shaylee, doesn't mean that I choose you every time. Love means that you are impartial and sincere. It's just. That's what the Bible says. That's why, okay, I'm talking too much. But <laughs> the Bible says many things that, that we become just just now. And God is looking for that. And that's what it says that the judge shall fall seven times. But not that we're going to be holy, just that he wants our the love. The love of impartialness, the love of of of, of God, of God. But I don't want to keep going because if not, I continue going. There's something to say. Well, I I feel like I don't know because you've taken it like such a different way. Like I go. Sorry, I'm gonna go back to what. Uh, Sorry, Shelly he's was going like. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just completely just took that. Um, so you mentioned that um, the Bible says that the gifts will pass, right? But the fruits don't pass. And I was thinking, I was like, huh? Why is this? Why 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 does this happen? But because the gifts. Are only things that happen here on earth but the fruits is something like like i don't know if it's biblical but like i'm assuming we take it up when we go up to heaven like the fruits we continue to have that love that goodness that joy that patience that faithfulness all that stuff and uh i'm taking this like a completely different route but i was reading the bible and you know in those uh like stories that just reflect exactly what you want to talk about and like exactly what you're like the fruits, for example. Uh, in Romans 12, uh, the title is Marks of a True Christian. And I love the way it reflects the fruits. It, it starts on 9, uh, 12, 9. It says, let love be genuine. Obviously, it's the first one. So love is always first. And then it goes, abhor what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. That's goodness. 
Love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Do not be slothful in zeal, but be fervent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. That's joy. Be patient in tribulation. That's patience. Be constant in prayer. That's faithfulness to God. Mm. And it's also peace because when you mm. pray, there's peace. Contribute to the needs of the saints and seek to show hospitality. Gentleness. Bless those who persecute you. That's goodness. Bless and do not curse them. Again, that's peace. You can't uh, love your enemies if you don't have peace in your heart. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. That's kindness and joy. joy. Again, live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Never be wise in your own wisdom. Repay no one evil for evil, but give thought to what is honorable in the sight of all. If possible, so far as it depends on you. Live peacefully with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God, for it is written. written Vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. That's self-control. You know what I was going to tell you right now? That right. You, you were reading right now? What was, the, what was the title you said it was? It's uh, Marks of a True Christian. Marks. So, so in, in theory, right, you can say that a fruit is a mark, right? So mm -hmm. how do you know an apple tree is an apple tree? Because there's, apple. there's apples. How do you know an orange tree is an orange? Because of that orange. So how do you know you're a true Christian? Because you have peace, you have joy, you have... So that's exactly what I'm saying. That's why I, I, I dislike people that say, oh, I'm Christian as a, like a hobby. It's not. You... you, you Right? I like... I can say it like a lot of stories, but I don't want to just continue. But like when you say, oh, I'm Christian, and then you see them getting their vape, what do you say? Automatically, other than that Christian. Like, you don't have to say it out loud. You just know. Or, for example, you said, oh, uh, I'm Christian. And then you go, hey, and they start cussing. And you're like, oh, yeah, they're not Christian. Right? Like, like that's something normal that happens to people. But you say, uh, for example, you say, um, what is it? I'm Muslim. And then it comes to be, and you're not praying? You're not mm -hmm. it. So that's what I'm saying. That, that's why the fruits are a mark as well. And, and, and which is what you were saying about the people with the fruits, uh, the kingdom of heaven. Matthew 21, 43 says, Therefore I tell you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to people producing its fruits. Meaning, you know why though, right? How do you know you deserve to go to heaven? How do you know heaven is yours? Because when he goes and picks up to your, your fruit, then, oh, this is Christ. This is Christ-like. This is Christian. Remember I told you guys before that Christian was to be... Was to be um, being a Christian was a follower of Christ, meaning that when the fruit you give out, it has to smell, it has to taste like Christ. Is something to say? I was going to say that, you know, uh, I, I thought it was super interesting that uh, tr trees get pruned um, on the time of their growth. And everything that you were saying is literally dying to yourself. Like the ways that we produce mm. these fruit is by doing something that's not good for us, but good for others, which in nice. the end exemplifies love. Right. But I thought it was so interesting that if we're growing, we're being pruned, we're being cut. Parts of us are hurting, but we're controlling ourselves. We're saying, no, I choose this because what I want to do is be a tree, a fruit, a tree, a tree that God can come and pick a fruit from. Right. And, um, Last time we were talking right about the difference between the tree, or I don't know if it was here or not, but uh, I was talking with somebody about the difference of the tree in Psalms and the tree in uh, Jeremiah, I believe. And the tree in Psalms, it says that it bears fruit at its time, right? But the fruit in Jeremiah says that it does not stop bearing fruit, even in the time of... Um, 
How do you guys say that? I can't even think about it. it was it, even in the time of drought, it does not stop bearing fruit. And that's the kind of tree that we were hoping to be, right? Because there are uh, people who produce fruit 30, 60, and then the siento puro, I don't know how you say that in English. Yeah, 101. Um, all right, that I guess. But uh, the point is that, you know, it, it, there's many ways that you can produce fruit. We can be a tree from like the Psalms and it, it's fine. You're good, right? You produce fruit when it's your time. And when God comes and he's like, okay, cool, you did a good job. Or we can be the tree, uh, the tree of Jeremiah that never stops producing fruit. That the, the roots of the tree are so uh, in the, deeply so deeply rooted. Yes, thank you. That it never stops receiving water. And it's right by the river, right? And both of them are right by the river. But this one, the roots are firmly like in and in, in and so it never stops even when it's too hot out even when it shouldn't be producing fruit there's fruit and i i think that's that's beautiful and i just wanted to add a little bit to what you said about people uh, about dying as a as a tree i was gonna tell you is that when you guys give fruit um when a tree a natural tree gets fruit and it's done for example you know there's seasons right apple have seasons right and orange have seasons i just i love apples and oranges i don't know if you guys knew that but that's all uh, um but um <laughs> i was gonna tell you is that after it's done giving its fruit the first thing that it does is that it withers a little bit like it dies just like you were saying so after you give its fruit it's like okay oh time to die for time to die a little bit because i'm tired then the leaves fall off and then it becomes like a nasty tree you know i've seen those trees that you're like oh that one's ugly it's scary but at the end of the day, you know, but the tree will give fruit at some point. Yes. I was going to say that I really liked what Joe was saying about how, you know, that the fruits give fruit, you know, in heaven. And, you know, that's actually reflected by biology itself. Like if we think of a normal tree. Why? Because fruits are basically defined by two characteristics. One, they grow on trees. Number two, they have seeds. So when you have a fruit, what happens? You get more fruit because you plant the fruit and it gets more fruit. So that's the same thing as a spiritual fruit. You either, um, when, you, when you have that fruit, you either produce more fruit in the physical plane, you know, with the people because they're eating your fruit and they're like, oh, you know, this person is so patient with me. I need to make, maybe I need to be more patient. Or wow, look, that person has that joy. Maybe I need to go look, go look for that joy. Or, or any of the fruits, you know, they see that reflected in you and they're like, I need that. How can I get it? Where do I go to get that? But not only that, it, it's like kind of like a, a double double whammy because while you're spreading your fruit on on the physical plane, you're also planting it in heaven where it stores and it stores and it stores and it stores. And God, eventually, when you go to heaven, you have like this giant mountain of fruit that you produced over time waiting for you. I feel kind of like it's like, um, you know, kind of like when, when Moses knew that the sequia, the drought was coming, and he said to the Egyptians, let's store the fruit, let's store the fruit, let's store the fruit. The same thing happens. We produce so much fruit, so much fruit, that when our time of drought comes, we're ready for it. We're like, I got some fruit that I had, had already stored in my time of, of, of greatness, in my time when I had a lot. I was going to say that. Keep in mind that, uh, just with what you said, because I, th I thought it was really nice, that uh, the Bible says that we're trees, right, at some point. But before you're trees, you're, what are you, land. Right, and the type of land that you are is the way that you receive the seed. Remember, so for example, let's just say, for example, I, I, I'm a little bit older than all of you guys. Um, I can say, right, me and you are probably the oldest people here. And uh, for example, my tree is more mature than all of you guys' tree. Right, for example, most of you guys can probably even be starting. So, notice where the tree is. The tree is sorry. I just want you guys to understand. The tree is in land, right? And the land next to it, it's looking at it, and they're like, "Oh, dude, look, it's giving me shade." Oh. 
look, here comes an orange. I eat it. And where do the seeds go? Into the land. And those lands gets, does what? Gets water and then builds and it grows another orange tree, right? And that's the same thing that I, what you were saying. That you were saying that, that when people see these fruits and eat these fruits from you, the seed is there. And when they go in, when you, for example, when you are kind to somebody. Dude, you don't know how many times that's happened. They come and tell me, Danny, you've changed. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> that's so mean, you know? Then, you know, Or like when they tell you, oh, Shady, what happened to you? Dude, you're so, you're so different, you know? These seeds go into their, heart, their hearts and they go, oh, whatever she's doing, maybe I should be doing it as well. Yeah. Another thing that I like, really like that you said is that like after you give fruit, the tree kind of dies, right? And the reason it does that is because if the tree is so much energy and so many of its nutrients and so many of its like uh like production to make that fruit so when that when that when it finally finishes it's like okay i'm exhausted right and I, what i find so beautiful about that is is that you know like we as trees you know we're producing this tree we're producing this fruit by you know hearing the word of god by seeking christ by doing all these things and then when the time comes you know Oh, like I'm having Drop. a tough time. That doesn't mean that our time is over. Because all, right. all we have to wait for is, I mean, of course we want to be like that tree, like that, what I was saying, that gives fruit all the time. But if we're not there yet, we can be confident because that fruit will come in time. Right, right. that's beautiful. Danny, I just wanted to add the Isaiah 44.3, which is what the apostle was talking about uh, this this week, and I loved it. And it says, for I will pour water out. Uh, I'm sorry, let me start again. For I will pour water on the thirsty land and streams on the dry ground. I will pour my spirit upon your offspring and my blessing on your descendants. So literally when you see somebody's, because you guys were talking about like you see somebody like with kindness and you're like, wow, I want to be that same way. The only thing that you need to do is be thirsty and God will pour that same water. You know, he doesn't say like, I have a different water for Joab. I have a different water for Shaylee. He just says, be thirsty land. As long as you're thirsty, I will pour it out. So how do you get these things? Be thirsty. And God will pour it out upon you. And then once your uh, land starts to receive enough water, something grows, right? Where nobody thought it would grow. It grows. And I think that's just beautiful. Well, you have to keep in mind that the tree's already grown, right? Yeah. Like the tree doesn't have to be dying every single time. That's why, it's, that's why I like the Bible. It says that the tree next to the next to the water stream. Why? Because when there's constant water, then the die, the, the die, the tree doesn't have to die. So so that's why, that's why I like that... Um, I like about what Dora said that she says that this water when it comes, we almost feel like, oh my God, we're dry all the time. But in reality, we should how to say maneuver ourselves to be next to the stream. And what's the stream? The Holy Spirit. What's the what's the water? The word. The word. Yes. Also, another thing that I'm noticing is that in that verse it says that the tree is going to be planted next to streams of living water. So the type of water that it's planted by is important too, because if you plant it next to uh like like a lake or something like that the nutrients aren't going to be the brand same. new they're not going to be constantly flowing but in a flowing river there's new nutrients new new things coming down the downstream which feeds the ecosystem even more than if it was just like a esta, agua estancada i don't know how to say that in yeah it's um, still water still water still water, still water. Still water. yeah and, and i that's why as i'm saying like the tree has a lot of work to do as well I mean, I think the apostle was talking about this in one of the prophecies that he was saying that the, the fruits are actions that we do, you know what I mean? And the actions are what God likes and the, what God is kind of like measuring, like how do we act? 
but the whole point is where do you put yourself in, in this in this water what type of water are you drinking even like uh the apostle says right like what type of you know, what type of music are you listening to is it bible based is a strange fire we don't want to get into that yet but you know what i mean like <laughs> like <laughs> like you know what i mean like is it like is it is it making you produce uh you know fruit and uh, I, I think we i think it needs to i think the way that you'll know if you're producing the right things is are you doing these things are you living in, in uh, how do you say sanctification? Are you living in holiness? Do you have fruit of lips? Uh, do you, are you righteous? Can you express love? Are you joyful? Are you peaceful? Are you patient? Are you kind? You know, all of the things. That's how you know. Like, are you these things or are you not? And if you're not, then maybe you're not thirsty enough. Maybe you're not planted by water stream. Maybe you need to move your tree somewhere else. Or maybe you don't even have a tree yet. Maybe you're still land. Um, yeah. So How do you say land? Soil. Not yeah, land. maybe you're still soil. soil. Yeah. So you have to understand. Also, remember what the remember what that pastor told us that everybody's soil, and the word. <laughs> because uh, it reminded me of a song, the the Renacer. You know the Genesis Campos one that she says. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, doesn't with the with the with the word of God, what the soil does is that it kind of you have seen those forks that they do in the land, and they put, they I don't know oh. how to say that. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. Plowing, plowing, plowing. Plow. The word plows your field, and and the reason why it happens is that when it plows, it makes it fresh. For example, have you ever tried to have you ever tried to um, make something grow in like in dry like everything dry land? Yeah. Bro, it's yeah. so hard, bro. You can't do it. What do you gotta do? You gotta plow the field, and then when everything is nicely done, and then you throw the seed. I don't know. It's like brand new soil. That's why that's why a lot of people, uh, even the pastor was saying us, the pastor was saying us that that a lot of people think like, oh, it's because the day the apostle Sergio came and he said these words are the reason why I'm, you know, I'm Christian today. But he was telling us, but he doesn't understand that the leaders are the ones that plow your field daily because they are the ones that preach to you. They are the ones, the apostles that you have here, the pastor you have here. Everybody that teaches you here is the one that plows your field and they prepared you for that day. Uh, for that word the seed to stick but people think that oh it's it's the pastor Jorge Heinz that you know made me transform <laughs> and in reality he goes he was, he was making fun of us huh? he was like he was like and I, I made uh, I thought the same way too I thought the same way also that day that day that the apostle did this and I'm like but no it's been my dad my whole entire life my whole entire life my dad's been plowing my field and now that I understand it I'm like dude thank you you know what I'm saying like and I've never said thank you but go ahead turn it I'll do, I'll do after you. I was just going to say about the, the plowing that he, uh, Pastor Jorge Hans, gave us an example that I thought was amazing. That why did Jesus judge the Pharisees, but he didn't judge the woman that was about to be stoned for um, uh, adulterio? How do you say this? Adultery. Adultery. Yeah. So he was saying that the Pharisees were plowed fields, that they were already uh, ready to to be watered, right, and give fruit. But the woman who committed adultery was just soil. That's why he didn't well, judge her. God in soil. Yeah, and she was soil that was saying, I don't want the water. So she didn't need judgment. What she needed was, come, let me water your soil. That's beautiful. Versus the Pharisees who, yeah, let me apply your soil, let me water your soil, right? But versus the Pharisees who already were plowed. And that's why Jesus was harder on them. So if you're, if you're getting 
hey, don't do that. It's because you're already a plowed field. You're not, you're not starting. And then there's other people who are just like, hey, it's okay. Like, relax. You're still struggling with music. It's cool, dude. But Shaylee, we're not going to come and be like, oh, you're struggling with music. Aw. No, bro, get it together. Come on. You know? But versus somebody who's just starting, it's like, oh, it's okay, dude. One at a time. One day. You got this. You know, there's different levels. And I thought that was awesome. Sorry, Shaylee. Go. No, it's fine. Um, what I was going to summarize all of you guys were saying, but what, what hit me is that yeah you may read you may pray you may fast you might do this but are you actually acting upon what you're reading are you actually acting the way you're supposed to be act um it says in 1 corinthians 3 6 it says i planted the seed and the apollos watered it but god is the one who made the seed grow so i found this crazy is because yeah you can do all these steps in order for you to have seeds in order for um to plow it or harvest the seeds to get them, but what God is seeing is that if you're actually doing it, if you're actually um, wanting to, um, yeah, ha have it in you, and it says what's what's in your heart, like what is actually the the soil that you have, and look in Luke eighteen, I mean eight fifteen, it says, as for that in the good soil, they are those who are hearing the word, hold the hold them. Hold it fast and in an honest and good heart and bear fruit with patience. So that goes up with having all these, having um, that good soil, having the actual desire in order to find God and you having that thirst for him. But and also you have to be humble. You have to allow the Holy Spirit to be in your heart. And John um, 16, 13, it says, When the Spirit of the truth comes, He will guide you into all of the truth. For He will not speak for His own authority, but whatever He hears, He will speak. And He will declare to you the things that are to come. The Holy Spirit will guide us, and you would you have to activate activate um, what you have in you in order for these Roots to be to be bared and you have to be baptized by the holy spirit and luke 8 11 it says this is what the, the story means the seed is god's teaching you have to allow yourself to be activated in order for these fruits to even come in the first place and to give fruits out to other people and honestly dude you couldn't have said it better dude in order for you to give i feel like we're going back to the beginning but like let's just do like 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 uh like shaylee said recap in order for you to give fruit your field has to be plowed. What is that? What does plowing do? It brings new soil from the bottom up to the top, right? So what happens if if you're not plowed, right? What happens is that then you become like the forgotten soil. That's why a lot of youth don't like church, don't believe in God because nobody has plowed them. And, and notice it, we they don't pay attention to the youth like they should be, right? And, and then when you go to a place when where everybody's being plowed, their field being plowed, you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. What's going on here? I like this right here, right? So that's why it happens. So in order for you to give any fruit, first you need to be plowed. Then there needs to be a seed. How does the seed come? Just like Shady said, through the word of God. Also, then you need to come. I want to say also, but I feel like it's just extra. Then your tree starts growing. Then you have to water it. You have to take care of it. But that doesn't mean you're going to make it grow. Who's going to make it grow? God. God will make it grow. God, that's why I always tell people, Jesus was six months younger than John the Baptist. And when John the Baptist was there, who was greater, him or Jesus? John the Baptist had a bigger ministry. He was already baptizing people. He was already preaching the word. And yet Jesus wasn't. And he never said, I'm going to kill my brother. No, he in the, in, the, in, the, in the contrary, he said, 
give me what's yours. Baptize me because that's what has to be done today. And after that, what do you do? He changed his life. After that, after Jesus, after God was called his son, he changed his life. Anyways, so the growth comes by the God. After the growth comes and you become a tree, then you give fruits. Danny, but what are the real fruits that, that we're talking about? Actions. How do you act upon other people? How do you act towards God? And how do you act to the little ones of, of God? Now remember that God doesn't God uh, doesn't judge you for uh, taking, uh, what's it called? Um, God doesn't judge you how, you how you treat people that are already in Christ, but people that are poor, people that don't know, people that are new. That's how God sees where your heart is. You see what I'm saying? Anyways, and once you have these actions, then the Bible says, then you will know them by their fruits. And what is what is knowing them? It's having knowledge of who it belongs to. So this is like the whole life of a, of a what's it called? Of a tree, of a tree, right? It starts from seed all the way to giving fruit. And then what happens? The fruit falls, dies, has the fruit, has the uh, seeds in, and then another tree. And then another tree. And then, and then that's what we have fields and fields of orange, apple, whatever it is. That's what we have fields and fields of it. You know what I'm to say? Uh, so Last things because we yes, gotta we gotta be done. As you guys were explaining mm -hmm. all of this, I had this little like this thing I wrote in my notes while I was taking notes. <laughs> uh, as the creation, we need to reflect our Creator, and the fruits are characteristics of the Creator. So why do we need to share these fruits? Because they're called the fruits of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit gave us the fruits so that we can give the fruits to other. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's very small, but like. Like what I said was very short, but I love I love this idea that we have to do what our Creator sent us to do. The Bible says it: "Give by grace, what's given to you by grace." Yeah. If you don't give out what uh, if you don't if you don't give out what God has given to you, it caps you. I don't know if I I think I've showed you guys that before, right? If you guys find something beautiful in the Bible and don't share it, then what happens when you grab a water bottle and you keep it there for years and months? It becomes nasty, it becomes green. That's actually what happens. That's why, bro, when I have something, I just grab it and I just share it to everybody because I want God to give me more because that's what it is. And 2 Corinthians 5.20 says, we are therefore Christ's ambassadors, right? Which what you're yeah. saying. We, ambassadors. Uh, ambassadors, am I saying it wrong? Ambassadors. No, you said it weird. <laughs> Did I say it wrong? I said ambassador. Ambassador. Yeah. Oh, my bad. All right, ambassadors. Um, yeah, so we have to imitate him like you were saying, right? And he, he shows us the greatest love in John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. And that love, again, is agape. So if we're gonna um, mimic him. Uh, it's in that same way, loving. Oh my God! Can I just say one more thing, and I'll be in, I promise, I'll be done. <laughs> just get this out. Just with this, what you said, John three, this thing. For God loved, and that love gave us fruit, and the fruit was Jesus Christ. Bro, beautiful, beautiful. All right, bro. guys. Oh, honestly, I, I, I think, I think that, I think that should be it, <laughs> guys. I'll see you guys uh, next week, guys. God bless you guys, and uh, follow us on Instagram, Redeemed. LA and I think we're having a um, youth con John, June 4th June 4th John <laughs> sorry 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 I'm still I'm still stuck in the Bible but uh, June 4th and it's gonna be in 8115 Claiborne Avenue California so stop by and yeah I would love everybody else to, for you guys to come by so I'll see you guys there or next week God bless you guys take care